knucklehead, knucklehead, knuckle, 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 knucklehead, 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 knuckle. What's up, guys? With the Knuckleheads podcast, I'm the fanboy. I'm the hater. I mute my mic, man. I, I do. And I'm the fence rider. Welcome to the conversation. I was trying to catch both of you at yawn and then start recording. <laughs> which, <laughs> Well, the fence rider. It's because this is more talking than I do in uh, throughout the whole week. So you know, as soon as I start talking, I start yawning. So don't forget to rate. Oh, that's true. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Buy shit on Teespring. Damn, he called you boring. He called himself boring. Damn, you call yourself boring. You have anything to say about that? (laughs) Uh, Shut up. (laughs) Good one. He's um, very angry. So, uh, French ride. How was your vacation? You missed last week for your uh, yeah, Rockstar for life. Trip. It was it was good, man. I I got into country music. I was listening to Mr. Brightside. Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee is a is an awesome city. I yeah. highly recommend. Yeah, it's it's real nice. The people there are nice. It's 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 a party town though. Like, music it, and food. You, yeah, like if you're into music, if you're into eating and drinking, like that's that's a place to go. They have so many bachelorette parties, uh, bars. Like you could do some serious bar hopping, but the crazy thing is the lines to get into some of these places. They go like a ru- into they sh- first down they shut down the street, so there's no traffic. There's no vehicle vehicular traffic there. It's only pedestrians. And the lines go out into the street. Like, it's crazy. You would think, like, there's some popular bands there or something. I don't, I don't know if they are or if they're famous, but it was good. I had some turkey. I had a turkey, uh, not a turkey, a chicken sandwich, Tennessee hot. And I'm like, all right, let's see how hot this shit is. Yo, out of principle, because I paid, it was cheap. It was like $7. But out of principle, I ate the shit. It was delicious, but that shit was had me my mouth on fire, bro. Hot chicken is not, there's no joke. Like, what? Tennessee hot chicken, that's what they're known for. What yeah. Kind of fire? Like a fire, like an inferno, or like... Like, like it's it's one of those fires where, like, you keep dousing it with water, and it gets hotter. Like, one of those. Like, it's hard to, like, you need, like, glasses upon glasses or cups of, upon cups of water to help douse it down, bro. So, like, a hose in your mouth or something? Yeah, dude. Dude, that shit was fun. Dude, it had my lips like fire even after eating it, but it was delicious. Like the way it was cooked, it was juicy, it was crunchy. They have a a... hot chicken place around here now. Oh yeah, what was it called? I think it's like hot chicken something. It's it's it used to be a Spanish restaurant, I think, or where the hell is it? It's um, it's on the block of Subway. It's next door. I think it's next to the chicken place the, with the rotisserie chickens. In oh, the, uh, shit. Oh, it's wow, like yeah. called Hot Chicken. Inca. Uh, Inca did, chicken. did it replace Inca? No, no, no. no. There's that small place. There, there was a small place. and There's a Spanish restaurant at the corner. And then right next to that, there was a small thing. They turned it into a store that lasted like two weeks. It's called Flo's Hot Chicken. And then they oh. turned it into something else and it didn't work. And now, and now it's this. Yeah, it's on oh. White Call. Flo's Hot Chicken. Uh, it's it's basically the it's like Nashville hot chicken. Oh damn! Yo, try it if you guys are into spicy. No, I'm good. Not not no nah, hot hot chicken is not like I, I've had it once at like a potluck at work, dude. I'm a pussy. No, like it just one bite. I was like, nope, this ain't for like, me. It, you're like out of here, dude. That shit had you sweating, but but it was fun though. That I I rode the scooter. Um the scooter in the street. I was a little scared. It was my first time. And that shit was going mass slow. I was like, can I turn on this? Um, but I was with my cousin, so they kind of showed me they showed me the ropes. And then I was just like a maniac on that shit. It was did, fun. Did you go it to was, the Patterson house? No, we did. Well, what we did, we got there on Friday morning, had Chick-fil-A at the airport, got to the hotel maybe like around 1, uh, uh, checked in, and then... We we rode scooters. We had some edibles, and we drank at a bar. That's when I had the hot chicken. We went back to the hotel because we drank so much and took a little nap, and then we went back out because it's it's called Broadway, where they have all the all the bars and stuff. Went to Broadway again and hung out at, at bars, and then 
that Saturday we went we went hiking uh, about uh, maybe like an hour and change away, and <laughs> we went to this place called Hanks. They they had these. It was like um fried cheese sticks, right? But they told us they were like, look, something that everybody does here is you dip it in caramel sauce. Yo, that caramel sauce was that that combination the the fried cheese with the caramel was fucking banging. That was one of the best things we had all day. And it's funny because right when we got to Hanks, first thing we see next door to them is like a gun club with a Confederate flag, and we're like, "Yep, we're yep. <laughs> we don't fit in here." And, but tell yeah. us more about these mozzarella sticks. Well, so but anybody that's th- like thinking negative about the mozzarella caramel, the the it's been proven that those are good flavors and cheese, cheese caramel and butter go together because the trio popcorn tub. If you take the trio popcorn tub from when we were kids, the caramel always goes good with the cheese. Fuck. Nasty. No, it was... Except this is like a gourmet version of that. (laughs) Uh, This was was really good. And uh, the funny thing is, it was a Tennessee versus Alabama that day, college football. And I'm not into collegiate sports, so I don't follow it. And... My one of my cousins was like, "Yo, let's act like we're for, we're for there for Alabama." I'm like, "I'm not trying to get shot, man. Nah, <laughs> I ain't they, trying they to get take, killed." They this take ain't college football very serious. I know, so, like that I know. is it's a white people thing. They take that shit like like I watch football. I like the U. I like Notre Dame. But do I? Will I fucking be upset like the Giants or the Yankees or the Lakers? No, I'm like, ah, that sucks or whatever. But yeah, like, bro, like no these yeah, these motherfuckers cool. are really legit into that shit. No, I saw this, there was this uh, inter, not interracial, but there was this white couple where he was a Tennessee fan and she was an Alabama fan. And I think Alabama... Interleague? Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, Roll Deep is um, Alabama's thing. And I saw her, I was like, yo. Roll Deep in that ass. (laughs) They're about to kill you. The the only other place I know there, the... Uh, honky tonk, tonk yeah, yeah, honky tonk central or some shit. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where we were. That's why I had the chicken. Yeah, that's yeah. why I had the chicken sandwich. That yeah, I seen them on Food Network. It's it's good. Like those places are good because they all have a rooftop. The weather was nice, and they all have like uh, views to to outside to the street. And it, it was it was it was it was really good. And you could walk to everything there. At least from where we were, like we saw the Tennessee Titans Stadium. They have like this bridge, uh, pedestrian bridge, where you walk to the stadium and stuff. Like they have it, they have everything conveniently placed um, from what we saw. And then, um, besides the Tennessee side, we had some barbecue. We had some pulled pork that was good. Um, one of my cousins had some ribs that were good too in that place, Hanks. Um, yeah, and it, it was a really good trip. I, I enjoyed it. Really so it was just that. just for the weekend. Yeah, we it was from Friday to Sunday. Flew back Sunday morning, and then I had to meet up my wife in um in Queens to go to a birthday party. But I was not for nothing. I was a little checked out, man. And fucking flying there, there was I had this big dude sitting next to me, and this was like the shortest, the smallest plane ever. Like Hayden, like your your head would hit the ceiling. I got a duck that, to get in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you would have to duck all the way to your seat because I almost had to do that, and I was like, "Fuck!" And so I'm walking, and so little plane means little or smaller, smaller chairs. So I'm walking, I'm walking, and I see this dude. And I'm like, "Fuck!" I'll probably sit next to him, right? And I had the window, and I hate the window because it's I feel like it's like it's smaller, and we were just there like. <laughs> Crushed. No, we 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 should have gotten each other's numbers, man. That's how close we got. Was it uh what was it, like an hour long flight? Uh, it was it was two hours. Wow, really? I thought it yeah. Be, I, I thought it would be shorter too, but that's because it, it's a small plane. It goes slower. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, because you had uh, Fatty McFatfat on the plane, so he slowed it. No, down. no, he, it, it's not even like that. He was fat. It was just that he's he's a he's a stocky dude. That, there we go. He's stocky. He wasn't even like fat. He was just stocky. And then, like, I'm wide, so fuck that. Like, we're just going to be rolling over into each other's sides. 
you guys uh, swapped sweat. We probably did. We probably did. There's, uh, you were talking about the airline. American Airlines is actually not, uh, what is it called? Um, Fucking you over harder than ever? No, no, they're requesting, but like, they're trying to get, they're requesting from the FDA, they're trying to make their seats smaller. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so like they did the, I, I don't remember where I seen it, but they showed the seats in the in the 60s were like 18 inches something wide. And now they're like 17, like barely 17. And they're trying to make them smaller to um, to fit to, more on the thing to, to increase revenue uh, to discourage fatties from flying. Apparently, well, yeah, but, but, no, how but other airlines, they uh, like um, not uh, not American Airlines, not JetBlue, not Delta. Delta United What's the other Airlines. one? United Southwest. 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 You could actually now on Southwest when you book a, a a thing, you could ask for the seat next to you. You could book them together, and then after the after the flight, you could get your money back for the second seat. Mm. Be, I, I saw a, a thing through a, through a loophole or just yeah there's like a loophole like i saw this guy this cruising guy that he he has a cruise channel and he talks about like you can get your money back for the most part from most airlines for if you purchase a second seat and it, for southwest he said is the best one to use but united united like are trying to make their seats smaller so they can recoup losses and fit more seats on and well, how much more seats are you gonna fit by by decreasing it by one inch? Like, you'd, be, you'd be surprised how much more they, space. they can. They're probably gonna uh, potentially try to fit like another seat in the row or another yeah. three no, seats, that. you know, and do or do the two two four two kind of deal or something or, like that. Or not just that, but even if you think if they're gonna shrink it uh, width, they're gonna shrink height and depth too. You know what I'm saying? It's not just a one-shot deal. Well, because international so, flights have normally it's three and three. You have three seats on each side. International flights have four in the middle, two on each side. Yeah. I, I so can, they could I, do eight seats total a row instead of six, and they can gain a lot of seats that way. Yeah. I, I hope I hope it doesn't go through because that shit's just uncomfortable. Honestly, I hope they go out of business person. That's just me. Um, yeah. This is so. This one says. It says 30 inches in between rows of seats, 30 inches to fit both you and the seat you're sitting in. Not only there's hardly enough room to sit down without your knees being in up to your chin. For someone like a grandmother who is older, it leaves no room for circulation. Not only does confined space like this lead to increase in deep vein thrombosis, uh, it talks about... American Airlines believe the best way to make money is to sacrifice the comfort and safety for its passenger. Then they talk about like how fast someone needs to be able to get off the like off the plane. Um, and then they did simulations and the the evacuation did not go well in the simulations with the newer seat size. Especially and you would think if you're too close to the seat in front of you or you're too small. There's definitely room for more. Uh, That's what happens getting, to me. The seat in front getting, of me is it, like not my legs, but like I can't since I have a stomach. I can't sometimes depending on the flight, putting the tray down and sitting there is mad uncomfortable because especially if they if their seat is not fully up, if their seat is slightly back, I can't even put my tray down. I would think that I would I would say I, I would take the opposite approach where I would make every seat bigger, more comfortable, but just charge the premium rate, charge it higher. Cause I feel like that would be a better, a better attractor of like, Hey, I can get this, you know, I can get this flight. Yeah. It's a little bit more expensive or more expensive than another flight, but I know that I'm going to fly in comfort. You know what I'm saying? So even though you may pack less people in the plane, you can, you can make up for that with, by with paying premium for a premium seat. I think um I think right now that doesn't work because people got used to COVID prices. Mm -hmm. So during COVID prices, everything was cheap, and that's where people um, airlines like Frontier and uh, what's the other one, um, Spirit, like really capitalized because they were getting a lot of. Then even yeah. to this day, they still get a lot of people flying. 
with them. And those are the worst yeah. Spirit Airlines, the worst fucking airline to fly. Yeah, yeah, because you gotta you gotta pay for absolutely everything. But it's it's the prices. Like you can't you can't beat the price. You can't because you figure you're already paying like um three hundred dollars per flight. Where on Spirit, you could probably pay half of that if you only travel with a book bag and things like that. And yeah, you might you're gonna suffer delays, um, but hopefully it's not a huge delay. And you're you're there, and then you could just go through it, right? But I, I no, think yeah. that's what it is, man. It's, it's the money. People don't want to pay that. It, it also sucks that you think when when you're a bigger guy. Besides, you know, you're bigger and it's tough to travel, but you would always go, man, you know what? Let me buy first class because it's roomier. But first class is actually worse because the arms don't go up in first class. So if you buy a first class ticket, you might have a little more leg room and accommodations. But if you're a wide person, not a long person, you're you're going to be way more uncomfortable because the arm won't go up. Yeah, you know? because it's, it's like a, it's, it's almost like a like a regular seat, like a yeah, like a stadium seat. Yeah, you know, like a stadium seat. I can sit in, it, like I could sit in it. But if you think about a six hour flight, a ten hour flight, and you are stuck in that seat and you can't really put your leg up or anything, just because the other seat in front, like if the seat in front of you, for me, if if I'm sitting there and somebody goes all the way back. Cause that's happened to me before I legit can't like the chair is almost on my stomach. They shouldn't, they shouldn't have chairs to recline. You shouldn't be able to recline a chair in such close, close conditions. You know what I'm saying? Like they should already have a bit of a natural recline. You know what I'm saying? Cause some people don't necessarily like the straight back chair, but the fact that you could, anybody could just recline their shit all the way back. And that shit is like invading the next person's, Fucking actually, uh, yeah, I, I, I actually agree with you, Hater, on that one. Like, wow, the chairs, <coughs> chairs shouldn't recline at all anymore. Like, what? Well, think the, about it. You got less space, and they could recline all the way. Imagine if you you got a laptop on the table. That shit's eating yeah. shit. Soon as you, soon as they lean back. Yeah, like yeah. somebody, dude. I, I foresee like a uh, an accident waiting to happen. That's a fight. That's... It's just gonna. It's gonna. Be you ain't gonna be able to get out your seat if they have their chair <laughs> back and you like and you're seat belted in. If there's an emergency, the, they're not gonna pick up their seat. You're gonna yeah. be stuck there, especially if the seats are getting smaller and the area is getting smaller. Yeah, it, it's it's it's, it's very uncomfortable, you know. Like, and that's not even that's beyond being a big guy. I'm talking about normal sized person, even for a normal person going three four inches smaller in the last decade. It's going to affect everybody, you know, and it's it's one of those things for me. I don't, I think it was when we went to Vegas. It was JetBlue. I was comfortable, like, you know, as comfortable as you can be in a fucking corner of a, a flight. But the guy leaned all the way back and, yo, I had I was like, yo, my man, like you don't nah. like I, I know you want to lean back. But you like hit the chair was literally like almost compressing me. And I was like, bro, I, I like I can't breathe. I was starting to fucking freak out. And like the guy kept every time I kind of was like, yo, hey, keep, like, can you go up a little? He kept like pushing back. I give him the, the stiff arm, like, yo, yeah, either like, move dude, my I'm seat not... or, or suck my dick, because I'm not you're not doing it. <laughs> like you're not there's no way in hell so, you're gonna so, lean all the way back. So if he sucks your dick, does he get to put the seat all the way back? No, let's yeah, switch. Give him the option. Switch seats then. Switch oh, from me. Yo, let's switch. I'll suck the, your dick. The funny thing is, I had a similar thing when I went to the doctor last week. I went, and then all the chairs they have arms, so you know, yeah, I, it's I don't, normal standard doctor seating. Yeah, I don't really fit in it, but you know, I, I make do. So I'm kind of sitting there. I'm, I'm sitting in the edge, like kind of leaned into it. In the waiting room, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, you know, they're normal people. They they're okay, but like the like, there's no like overly thin people here and i'm just like yo i feel like it's just such a like a, a dick move to have chairs like this and i was like what if i was to have a fucking place with a waiting room but i get the fucking chairs that fucking uh like grade schoolers sit in those smaller wooden fucking chairs yeah. and put one of those fucking down but here you fucking sit on that you skinny fuck let's see you fucking fit in something that, that's like why that. i like the, the, the one of the wings like for weight loss in the hospital when you go to the weight loss wing 
like for nutrition and shit like that, all the chairs in the waiting room, I oh, two of me could sit in there. Mm. Like, I literally was sitting... No, no, regular seats. Seats with arms. But I sat down, and I was like, holy shit. Like, I literally... I I sat down with my legs open. I put my book bag next to me, and that shit still wasn't touching the other arm. Yeah, I I remember a chair like that. They wide as fuck. Yeah, like a seat and a half almost. But it's just more like... Like, don't get me wrong. I do like a chair with arms. Because you you always see me putting my arm up like this on the couch. And I don't mind a chair with an arm, but just... It's just like, yo, like, sometimes it's just like... It doesn't accommodate you. Well, I, yeah, it, it doesn't. But also, at the same time, there's also a lot of... Even the regular, what you would consider normal people, you know what I'm saying? They just, like... Yeah, people are bigger now. People people are bigger now. I mean, especially Americans. Like, you know, diets and, and just genetics. We're, we're just built differently. Freaking on Tuesday, I had to go to the city. And so I had to take the, the subway. And... So I don't I don't know when the last time when was the last time you guys took like a two or three train, yes. but those those seats is just one row of seats, right? Yeah, and it has and, like the little hump. Yeah, and it has a little hump to to individualize each seat or like tells you okay this is where one begins and the other one ends. So me, you know, I get on the train and there was a seat open, uh, only two seats, and then there were people on either side, and I was like okay. The dick move would be for me to stay standing because you're just creating less room for people that are standing, right? And that's annoying, especially when they're seats there. So I sit down, but I sit on the hump and I sit in an angle because so I'm like, I'm going to bear being uncomfortable um, until I get to my stop, which is like five stops away. Two stops later, the, the, the guy next to me, he gets up. So I'm like, ah, awesome. There's space. There's one. There's a seat in between us now right people to my left people to my right this skinny ass dude comes up to me he's like you want to scooch over and i'm like this is this is where the seat is like and and he so he sits down and he's like this and i'm like this like i'm not gonna sit on a hump just because just to make you comfortable i'm gonna be uncomfortable because you want to be comfortable no way like fuck that and the funniest way you failed when you sit on the hump you got to spread your butt cheeks and put the hump in your ass and it'll help you. <laughs> right at the crack. No, I get that, but I'm not going to do that <laughs> voluntarily. Yeah, it'll be I, betwixt I, I, your cheeks. Like, I'm <laughs> he'll do it for himself, but not for some schmuck on the train. Yeah, like I'm yeah, like I'm sitting there and the, the audacity from this dude. And like I wanted to look at him and be like, now you got what I'm saying? Like your ass is in, in the seat, right? So this is, this is how it is. It's funny, I would think, because, you know, I haven't rode the subway in fuck, a couple of years now. Um, like, what? how much different is it, like, in the age of, like, the Rona? You know what I'm saying? Like, you really didn't want to be next to motherfuckers. You know, back then, you knew it was on a crowded rush hour subway. Tensions were already flaring up, you know what I'm saying? Or people were too close. Or, you know, how many times are you holding on and that shit hits the bump and then you bump into somebody? Or I've seen plenty of beefs go off or... You know, or I've stomped on somebody's foot, or you know, whatever. Like I can only imagine what it would be like. Like I hate know. it. I hate. I hate the subway. I hate it because just everybody is antsy. Everybody's upset. Even if the train is not that fucking crowded, Everybody's everyone is like trying to push. Everyone's always upset. Like it's hot. Fucking trains delayed. Everyone's like running in there to try to get a seat. You know and. Like, I've seen people run in there at 14th Street, push, and then get off at first. Like, that shit is just... It's it's crazy how much people fight and push for a seat. But then it's even nuts that if if I know I can't fit in a seat, I'm not going to try. I would rather not try and make all three of us uncomfortable than I would just stand, make myself uncomfortable, and let y'all rock. Let someone else that could fit there. But if I'm sitting already, I'm not going to accommodate you. Like, even the two-seaters, like, the two-seaters as a big guy, it's very rare that another person could fit in that two-seater with me. Unless we know each other, you know, you crunch the dick a little bit, and yeah, you you, because you're going to be talking anyway, so you're going to be closer. But a stranger, dude, I've had people try to squeeze in there and, like, can you move over? Yo, fuck you, dude. No. (laughs) You move over to the spot where they're trying to sit down, and they'll be like, can you move over? And then you move back to your spot and be like... I, that's why I hate the train, dude. I, I hate it. And, and I think in 
later in life, you start to realize how much accommodations are worth. And, you you know, and I I learned it more on the cruise where, yo, people are arguing over seats and fighting to get areas and I want the aisle seat and all this shit. And it's like, yo, I'd rather pay the extra money and I'm guaranteed comfort. Yeah, I learned that lesson fucking... At Comic-Con. And and, and I remember you trying to explain it to me and I was just like, eh, I don't get it. I I don't see the need for it. But in reality, if I... If you are, say you have a suite on a cruise, you have access to the suite lounge and you have access, the new cruise that's coming out, I think it's called the Icon. It's bigger than the cruise I went on. The boat? Yeah. God, it's 18, uh, 18 floors. It has like 30 fucking slides everywhere and they have suite areas. So if you have a suite, you can get a sweet area that's like a lounge with a pool for just sweet owners or sweet people. Like, that's the kind of shit that I'm like, yo, I will pay extra so I don't have to deal with fucking people acting like dicks. Because by the pool, that's one of the reasons why I hated going by the pool when, when, I, when I started going on cruises. Because people will get up merrily in the morning, they'll put a towel and a clip on their fucking chair go back to their room and you can't take their seat. So all the chairs that are closest to the pool are all taken and no one's in the pool, but the chairs are taken. And it's always people arguing and fighting and standing. Like you getting up, that's just like a parking space. And it's like, yo, go fuck yourself, dude. Like let, let people relax. If you didn't get up early enough or you didn't get a seat. Cool. But if you're in the pool, I I don't care. Take you. Cause Nowadays they're like, oh, you can't hold the seat and be in the pool. Like, nah, fuck you. No, you, no, no. You if can hold the, the seat yeah. if you're in the area. If you ain't in the area, go fuck yourself. Like that. Yeah. I'm I'm putting your shit on the next available open seat. Tough luck. I agree. Well, waking up yeah. early and, and staking the claim, that's ridiculous. But if I like go to the pool and I put my shit down on this chair and I jump in the pool, my shit should still be there when I get back. Well, no, no so when when we were in the pool. Like, the thing that bothers me, and it's just more of a pet peeve than anything, is uh, we're in the pool. We have the first two seats, and then there's a, a, a father and or a grandfather and two, two daughters, and they're in their 30s. Like, soon as we're in the pool, their grandfather is getting up. They just got out of the pool. They go into the little shower thing to get the chlorine off, and then they put, like, their bag, their wet towel on our chairs. And that upsets, that annoys the fuck out of me. It's like, bro, your chair is right there. Why you, or they'll put their leg on your chair or they'll sit on the edge of your chair. It's like, yo, why are you sitting on my shit even though you have chairs? Because yeah. why, why use my shit when I can use your like, shit? Like, that bothers well, the they fuck don't out of me. Shit wet. Yeah, and, and it's like, yo, you fuck you. What are you doing? What, what you should do, get some fucking thumbtacks, right? You put them shits on the chair when you get up, so as soon as motherfuckers sit down, pow! I don't Thumb carry thumbtacks with me on vacation. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, then you, should you carry everything off. else. That's true. <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah, no, no, that's no, 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 with a push pin. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that pool etiquette. Like, if you are in the pool, aka the pool area, like you have no claim to your seat. That makes no sense to me. Like, if anything, that's the only time you have a claim to the seat because you're there. Yeah, because they're saying you're not using like some. Some people, or so where, like, you, so where are you supposed to put your stuff? So cruise sites, when when you when you go on the cruise, not the site, the uh, like YouTube channels, they talk about like pool etiquette and cruise stuff, and they talk about like, oh, if you get in the pool, you should, if there's two of you, you should put your stuff on one seat so you could open up seats for other people. That you could suck dick. I don't care about that. I'm I'm not doing that. If we, because chances are, if you get out of the pool and sit down. You're going to dry off, you're going to chill, you're going to read, and then you're probably going to go back in the pool. Like, it, it, it's, a, it's a back and forth thing probably all day, so but not why only would that, I give up my partner, seat? Not only that, though, your partner is probably not going to want to be in the pool by themselves. You're, you're going to go one at a time? Yeah, like, you're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, you got to take turns. Yeah, because, oh, there's only space for one of us on the on the pool, on the pool chair. Nah. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that shit. Like, they... They have other rules. They're they're getting better with the rules in the pool. 
like in in the normal pool, no kids with diapers can get in now. They they made that a rule because fucking thought, kids shit in the pool. I thought that was always a standing rule. You couldn't have a yeah, kids like with you, diapers like you could pool. do swimmers, but well, no, but now they're I think they're enforcing uh. like they, they it says like occupancy like fourteen or twenty people in the pool at a time. Like they're trying to they're they're trying to make it because the pool would get super crowded and people do not listen to the lifeguard. Like, that's one thing. I was sitting there, and I was like, yo, if that was my kid, I want to slap the shit out of him. There was these two kids, uh, and their mom is, like, not even an eye. She's, like, oh, like far away to the point where if there was a problem and he was waving at her, she can't even see him. She was super far, just sitting there lounging. And I'm, I'm watching these kids, and there's a – in the pool, you know how it has the steps going down. So there's the ladder. Then it has the thing where you get in the pool and the, the water is like, you know, up to your less than your ankle. It's like for you to just get your feet wet and mm-hmm. then you can get into the pool from the like to get into where it's five feet. And it's like the pre-pool area. He kept jumping up on the pre-pool area and grabbing the pole to try to like pull himself up. And he kept doing it and doing it. And the, and the lifeguard's like, yo, stop doing that. <laughs> and. He would, he, the lifeguard's like, hey, stop. And the dude, just, the kid's just looking at him, doing it. And the kid's like, probably like 12, 13 years old. And then the thing that they don't want you to do is go up to the other level, the, the ankle level, and jump into the pool. And the other one, jump, go up to the ankle level, dive into the pool. And he blows the whistle. He's like, yo, stop. Literally staring at his fucking face, diving into the pool. Too bad he, he should get like a fucking water gun. But fill it with like concentrated chlorine and just zap right in his fucking eyes. <laughs> nah, dude. Like at that point, like you got to give more power to the lifeguard and be like, "Yo, you're banned," or something like. Yeah, and, and that's that's the, the shit. People on cruises think they're fucking like unstoppable. Yeah, like oh, what are you gonna do? And it's like, bro, the the and the fact that the mom is just not even in eyesight, like in eye shot or no earshot, eyesight. Does that I make line. sense? If they're not in eyesight. No, they'd be in there like eyeline. If they're not visible to the parent right, in the fucking that. pool, like, dude, you're just like the bitch is just lounging there, drinking. I bet she was drinking, right? Fuck. Yeah, she was drinking. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's it just shows that like people ain't shit. Because in, in reality, if that would have been us as a kid, you know, dad would have made with the whoopings. Hell yeah, he, he would have fucking screamed uh, at us before the lifeguard screamed at us. Uh, yeah, no, but but even then, like you would, like I feel like we would have respected the the lifeguard, like the yeah, because you would be worried, motherfucker, gonna throw you out. Exactly. Or tell your dad. Yeah, and then he's gonna make you sit there on the fucking sit on the floor while everybody else is in the pool having fun, and you, you yeah. can't touch, don't touch the water. Yo, as a matter of fact, like that's what these kids need. They they need to get embarrassed a little more. Like yo, where's your parent? Like. Hi, t- Timmy's mom over, over like the intercom and shit. Like, huh. we need you to come to this the pool fat area. Kid's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Junior baby son of a bitch over there is uh, acting out. Like, Trust me. Little, little that's why I can't girl. work with kids. I can't, do. I would have been fucking... Look, look at you with your swimming shirt. Get out of here, fatty. <laughs> 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 I would have been fucking tearing his ass. That's why you got Velcro issues, because you can't tie them. Fuck yeah, me. stupid. Um, like, I, I can't. I, I just couldn't do it. Like, it, it, was, it was frustrating me, and I'm standing there. And I told him his fanboy, I'm like, yo, look at this shit, dude. These fucking kids aren't listening. And for me, when we were kids, I remember you couldn't even throw a fucking ball in the lake. Mm. The, they would whistle you and be like, yo, if you're going to keep doing it, get out. You couldn't splash fucking in, in Jones Pool. I remember <laughs> if, if you dove into Jones Pool or jumped into it, yo, get the fuck out. He was on a, they put you on a five-minute timeout. You had to go uh, stand by the wall for a few minutes. Kids are pussies now. We come from the day where that motherfucker was checking to see if you had netting in your shorts. No netting? Just basketball shorts? You can't get in the pool. Get the fuck out of here. What if I don't got no underwear on, though? <laughs> no, but that remember that? you like That was a, a yeah. pool rule. You Because yeah. that, that's why mom had to buy us those fucking shorts. Yeah, you used to have to have the, the mesh. You couldn't wear drawers. Which didn't yeah. make sense that you had to have mesh in there. Like, what is that mesh protecting? No, because you weren't supposed to wear underwear. You were supposed to just... The, the mesh was your underwear. But if I wear basketball shorts, the, the, that mesh is not underwear. That is no way. It's it's a fucking... No. 
holy thong that you got in your well, ass. It's not, but you're not supposed to jump in the pool with, un- with underwear with like briefs or blocks. You're not supposed to have any of that on. Okay, so what if I just have basketball shorts with no underwear? Those are made of mesh. Then in theory, that I mean, that should be okay. But there wasn't uh, back then. But then again, it could also be the issue, maybe material, because of you know, um, swimming. They playing God. They playing pool gods. <laughs> yeah. Even the the one thing that I learned this year, I don't, because I, I, I've never done this as a kid. You're you're supposed to rinse off before you get in the pool. Yeah, huh. you're not. I know. I've, I've every time, we, anytime know. we've ever went in the pool, you just jump in. We just jump in as a kid. I haven't been in. I haven't been in a pool in in the the fence riders. Um, the fence riders uh, cruise. I have. I was sitting with the defender. My feet were in the pool. We were drinking. That's the closest I've been in a pool since I was like since we went to Jones Pool as a kid. Mm. Yeah, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to just rinse off to get any like sweat or shit off you. And... Chemical, any any yeah. like Miss Fanboy said, it's like lotion or if you have shampoo, any of that stuff's supposed to come off so you can get in. You know, so it doesn't, so the the bacteria and shit is in in the water. Of course, you know, because the chlorine not gonna fucking kill it. <laughs> I don't know. I just I learned a lot on that cruise, but the kid thing, bro, you learned that, that, that shit you, was that you, uh, that you hate kids. <laughs> no, I don't hate kids. I just. Like I hate I hate when like kids are, are different than we we were kids because I had something to fear. The fact that they weren't scared that this dude was gonna tell their mom they didn't give a fuck. Like that's what's that's the issue. When me when me and the French rider were kids at Jones Pool, like you couldn't do shit. It was I remember I tried to front flip in the pool once and they were like, yo, if you do that shit again, I'm kicking you out. You're uh, you're one phrase away from saying back in my day. <laughs> but it's true though. Am, am, am I not I speaking facts? No, oh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. You 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 get to that point where you can look far enough back to be like, I didn't do that when I was a kid. Why are these assholes doing it? Not even why are they doing it. Why is no one? Why are they not respecting an adult? That's the shit that bugs me out. Cause nobody. I think the the question kind of becomes they're not being trained well by the parents. And then the guy that's sitting there, you know, blowing the whistle, he don't really give a fuck that hard because he ain't getting no, he paid ain't, that he much. No, he was trying, but the thing no, is, he, what, fuck, but he's he probably, can't do nothing. Yeah, he's probably restrained. Like, so then, then there's the no point. Himself. There's no point even bothering at that point. Just do whatever the fuck. They he want. did eventually. He was just like, "Go ahead, man, do whatever the fuck you want." Because the thing is, he has to watch he, everyone in the pool. Just he can't he just focus his, uh, on shithead. Hopes that one of those kids cracked their fucking head or something or break an arm or something. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. I, all I know is that shit was frustrating the fuck out of me. I was like, yo, you little piece of shit. And then the the mom, when I finally saw the mom, she's standing there staring into the pool at, at the end. And soon as she, soon as the kids see them, they get out. They didn't even like they weren't even trying to do anything, but they get out and they're they're walking by. They're drenched and they're walking by like everyone's towel or by your shoes and just like walking over their shoes and just getting wow. people shit wet. See, this is why you wish you had those those push pins. You get a rubber band, you pull it back, and just, and just fucking shoot them from a distance. First off, I would get a quart of water, you get a fucking balloon, you get a rock, and <laughs> you make a slingshot. <laughs> yeah, but you got to get the, the, the right rubber cement to seal it up. I hit people in the legs with that shit. That shit hurt. But yeah, that like they were wetting people's shoes. I, I guess I guess the the caveat is kids ain't got no respect nowadays. No Very kids much. that aren't trained properly don't have respect. Which would probably be most. No, not I wouldn't say most. I would say like the the kids in our family. We have some kids that might not listen to everybody, but they they also they also have a lot of freedom. A lot of the kids have more freedom with what they can say. The same way we had a little more freedom than our parents, and vice versa, whatever. Because there was shit that I used to say as a kid. Like, I remember people that used to work with dad would be like, you lucky your dad let you say that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the one thing we didn't go over was, I don't know if there was many of them, the international days. I, well, there are many of them. I just don't know if there are food ones because we normally like to go over all the food stuff. They're not good enough for us. Well, today is uh, Back to the Future Day. 
Loud Shirt Day. Oh, National Apple Day. Okay, that's one. <laughs> that is one. Apples make apple pie and apple turnovers. Mm-mm-mm. Only the good apples do. I don't know. Fuck out of that. that green apples. Green apples are great. Not for apple pie. I don't give a fuck. Put any apple in there. Nah, it's too bitter. Ain't gonna stop me. Alright. Just make your pie better. Man, do you really like pie that much? Apple pie? Hell yeah, especially if it's nice and flaky. Those big yeah. puffy ones. Or apple turnover. I could do damage to apple turnover. Apple turnover might be like my favorite like dessert. I don't pastry. know. I feel like pastry. I feel like I will I feel like pies are the bottom of the bottom for me. Nah, pie, pie's got Crunchy, crispy goodness. Hurts like my soul. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think pie over cake. Honestly, like. Nah, for me, I'm cake, bro. Give me some cake. Cake is good, but a good pie can't be beat. I don't know. I, I never really liked pie as a kid because I always try to give you your vegetables in secret ways. But mm. the like, get your fruit out of you, motherfucker. <laughs> give me chocolate, but <laughs> pie, pie crust and like a good pie. You know, like a key lime pie or something with skill and like meringue. I, I I love I love pie. You know, I can do damage on pie. Baked Alaska is is my probably my new favorite dessert. Or I mean, I, we had this pie at my old job. They're from this like pie place, and it was like apparently really popular. But the apple pie was like like the fucking the the dome was like massive, and it was so fucking like crunchy, and they had like a salted caramel. That motherfuckers are amazing. I think you're just hungry right now. Yeah. Maybe, the but, the, the other the, the only other thing that's I think tomorrow or the the next day is National Bologna Day, and the one one link you sent us this week. I don't know if you watched it or if you read on it, hater. Uh, I would hope you or if you care to elaborate. It was a uh, two activists throwing tomato soup on Van Gogh's sunflower. The National Gallery and glued themselves to the wall. Uh, yeah, do they, you know why they did that? Uh, to protest uh, gas, uh, uh, like gas and fossil fuels, and they they threw the can of soup on it, and then they took out these tiny pathetic tubes of glue, of like um, like crazy glue, remember the old green tubes? Mm-hmm. And she she glues it on her hand, and it sticks his hand to the wall, and I'm just like, yo, are you an idiot? Because if I'm the security guard, I'm going to grab your arm and, and I'm going to tear that bitch right off. I mean, and if they should have brought Zip Kicker with them if they were gangster. That's what I'm talking about, bro. That's like, you really ain't going to fucking move for a minute. But what what is the destroying art, Van Gogh's art, have to do with, like, it's just the to environment? Make, it's to make the statement, to get the attention to the, to the subject. Because there was that guy who did it. Uh, the Mona Lisa? Yeah, he smeared like a cake on it or something. Yeah, but he got uh, tackled, didn't he? I mean, they should have like. No, I don't think he got tackled. They just they just carried him away because sure. he, he went like dead, like dead. If if he, he threw them, if they threw him a bean, I would have been too. Uh, you mean like he played mad. dead? His body went dead. Oh, limp. Went limp. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yo, he went dead. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, I mean. I don't know. What's the what's stupid. the what's the punishment for this though? Like you just destroyed. I mean, a Van Gogh. Well, no, I, I think they're under they're under glass. Um, they they're protected. I don't think they're in the open air. Like you can't uh, reach up. Even if you poked at it, like you you're poking into fucking bulletproof glass. I don't and know. I like wonder those... if those are even like um, the originals. Mm. No, I, th- I think these are. Them. This is. I don't think these are replicas. The but the French got too much pride. <laughs> But the fact that okay, so if there is glass, then okay. But what what's the, what do you do to them? I mean, I would assume those are like national artifacts, and they have certain protections. So there, there's bound to be some federal law that's going to get violated, something like that. So I could see you know either fines or like a couple years in prison or something. You know. Okay. Absolutely. So the other the other link you sent was from Insider. And it was, I recently removed 23 contact lenses from my patient's eye. In my 20 years as a doctor, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, that lady. How did she survive? (laughs) Not how did she survive. How she didn't see that coming. (laughs) I I wonder, were they they prescription? Uh, I 
think are they, all contact prescription? No, you could get color ones that don't. No, they 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 were like they, you they, can get bootleg ones. Same thing like glasses. Like you can get like regular clear glasses without uh without an actual prescription. I I the only thing I remember starkly was that they were uh they were disposable. They were they were meant to be like used like the disposable ones you the use daily. Them for, yeah, use them like once and then you chuck them. But I'm not aware of like. Okay, let's just say you leave the first one in there. Once you put the second one in there, wouldn't you fucking realize there's already something in there? So no, no, not necessarily. That that's why I asked about the prescription. Because if it's prescription, then you're gonna you might know because it might your 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 vision might be kind of fucked up. Like if you put two pairs of glasses on top of each other, it's it's not you're not seeing through the same prescription. So you might be that that like I assume that would fuck you up. But you might not feel another Especially if you're you're a seasoned uh, contact, contact wear. Contact wear, yeah. If you're a seasoned one, you might not feel it anymore the same way like one of us would feel it if we put something in our eye. But it's the same yeah. thing with women and getting toxic shock. You know, like not knowing you had a tampon or something in there or multiple ones in there. Like that's... eventually you just don't know it's in there or don't feel it or whatever. And that that's actually a story on a lot of ER things where g- women go into like toxic shock and they bust them shits out and they're like, "What the fuck?" Turn into a fucking uh, you. You got the what is it the the Clorox wipe dispenser. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is that they weren't on like the the circ you know the iris part of the eye and they maybe they like they were in the back of her head. Yeah, like it drifted. Uh, it's always no, my they, fear, man. I'm no, so they scared. were not in the back. You can't, of her you head. can't get there, right? <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, yeah I always feel <laughs> on the back of her eye rather. No, it's not, not the back. That's where in. they were, or the no. top. Yeah. No, it's up here. In, in the eyelid, where you're talking oh, about. There's a no, yeah. No, it's no, under no. the eyelid. There's a in your eye, in your eye socket. There's a membrane, right? Okay. So there's there's no way. So the only way that something's gonna get behind your eye, or physically on your eye, you have to remove that fucking. There's a whole. You'd have to pull out a whole piece of plastic essentially. So when something gets trapped in your eye, it's on that membrane that that your eyelid covers, there's no way to physically, even if you reach in and touch your eyeball, you're not actually touching your eyeball. You're touching the membrane on your eyeball. That protects your eyeball. Yeah, so when somebody's like, oh, I got something on my eye, technically, no, you don't have something on your eye. You have something on that thing. So it can drift up into the, up here, into the... Eyelid. uh, Under your eyelid, because there is real estate up there, (laughs) and it is valid. I'm trying to like, let me me investigate my eye real quick. I just touched my eye, you fucking lie. (laughs) I was, I always worried about that, like, if something could go, because as a kid, you always think your eyeball is like, um... Like a candy, the like a pop right out. <laughs> no, no, like like it can spin. Like you're it, like when you yeah. roll your eyes, your eye is like on a fucking gyroscope. It's just like spinning <laughs> in there like a fucking slot machine. You always think that as a kid, so I always wonder, like, man, what, like what if that went behind your eye or like got crust, like stuck inside the eye? Nah, but, the, it, it can. That's why like, when they do LASIK surgery, they put that thing over your eye and they cut the initial membrane, open it, and they peel it back fire the laser into your eyeball and then they close it back down yeah fence rider uh, so there's there's a, there's a whole memory if you want to get all technical and shit, i bet well, you thought something you pe- can go behind your eyes i bet well, you got 22 contacts well in your technically eye. you're not touching anything because our atoms don't never touch shut the fuck up i mean technically then we're they were not sitting or doing anything exactly else. we're nothing i mean no no we yeah. are something not they, really they just don't touch anything you don't even touch yourself. <laughs> so, so are we or aren't we? Because I feel like that's a philosophy yes. question. <laughs> yes, we are and aren't. We, we exist in the quantum state of we are and yet we aren't at the same time. Exactly. The other, let's see, the other one that we didn't talk about last week. There was two stories: the millionaire, the billionaire from Bang, the energy Bang. drink. He's bankruptcy. <laughs> He's bankrupt. Uh, but yeah, that he he got sued. They got sued by Monster Energy. Yeah, apparently they're gonna they had to pay up a couple hundred million uh, bucks. I I don't know what the exact thing was. I'm gonna assume like copyright infringement. Um, so that I don't know. 
I mean, they pick overseas uh, that that thing, but I mean, I had definitely haven't seen them on American store shelves in recent years. So no, yeah, Bang is real. Like Bang is a thing. I just never like I'm. I, I've only tried them. I tried a couple flavors, and I never never got no, never got into it. Yeah, like, I, you're not gonna change it for for a monster. No, like you, like the the Rocks Energy drink is good. The only problem with it is it's way too expensive for me. Like you can like a a, a 24 pack of monster costs the same as a 12 pack of, of Zoe. So like that for me, it's just like, yo, it's not economical, no but the, the rocks energy drink is quote unquote healthier just because of the BCAAs and, and aminos that it has in there. And it doesn't have the same chemicals as monster does. So you just paying for the, for the, for the goodness. Well, no, you're paying for more for quality uh, ingredients. Better ingredients, Papa John's or whatever. No, no, we're not talking about racists. We're talking about fucking better things for your body. But yeah, they got sued for a hundred million. I don't know. I I don't know why. I don't know what was the thing. It says they. It says court papers filed in Florida on Monday reveal that Bank's parent company owes more than five hundred million to its arch rival Monster. And a small California juice maker, it owes $115 million to PepsiCo, to old, its old distributor. Meanwhile, Bang's share of energy drink, once rearing 10%, now sits at 6%. So, yeah, they're going to go out of... They're not going to finish the year. Like, they're definitely... They owe so many people fucking money. Yeah, it's, that sounds bad. It's ironic that they can get sued in a, in a state where they don't even... Uh, where they're not even there. Like then I headquartered there, all that fucking horseshit. Yeah, they got dumped on, but probably I would say uh, it's deserved. One one other thing I saw this week, it was people were flabbergasted or upset because on TikTok, this one woman they went to a pumpkin a pumpkin farm, you know, for pumpkin picking and apple picking and shit. Um, and on the pumpkin farm, a truck pulls up full of pumpkins. And they put all the pumpkins in the farm, like they're not actual patches. They're, they're like they're charging people to pick pumpkins, but they're actually not picking pumpkins. They're just picking them up off the floor. So they they're not growing pumpkins. Yes, all right. It's not I, a farm. It's a patch. Okay, patch sure. Of land. But, but at the same time, like if let's just say there it is a pumpkin farm, right? Like. How many viable pumpkins do they have? They're going to run out of stock eventually, right? No, but I mean, people were upset because they yeah. felt like it was. It, it's like, like you go to a restaurant, yeah, like you go to a restaurant and they're bringing in a plate and they put it in a microwave or some shit. Like it's you're not getting what you pay for, I guess. Is yeah, the, but which you're never really picking up. You're always just picking up pumpkins. Like you're not cutting it and like pulling it or whatever you do with it. Well, um, real farms you do, right? No. But not not just that. So then, that well, I mean, that I mean, it, I mean, if you're going to like uh, do pumpkin picking, no, you just well, it's already it's, pre it's already, it's already yeah. pre ready. Because in yeah. reality, they can't have you walking through the fucking field where the motherfuckers are growing. Because you know that that's a, that's how get, apple picking is, though. Yeah, but apple a picking is different it's, because it's you're on trees. It's, yeah. it's in a uh, a tree. Or if you got a uh, thank you. That was the word I was looking for. But if you think. The way they grow those things, like certain vegetables, they got to be grown a certain way. Yeah, I remember mom grew pumpkins, and she was she that she was devastated that it fucking grew. It grew so much that it was like taking over our yard and our and our neighbor's yard. Like she was just like, "Yo, I didn't know it was gonna be this bad." And like we, she they eventually they had to like kill the crop because it was pumpkin uh, growing is was fucking nuts. Like them shits grow not only fast but they it takes over a lot of your land. She was she was devastated. She's like, I gotta kill it. <laughs> would you say it was wash out the competition? I wouldn't, but you would. <laughs> Warm pumpkin in the squash family. Yeah. Let's take a quick pause for the cause, man. <laughs> We're back from uh, the haters' uh, squash joke. <laughs> we had to uh, talk to him about it off <laughs> off mic. Yeah, it was uh, pretty bad. I hope you understand now, hater. Hey, yeah, the haters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
The the other topic we had this week, we have two Florida mans. I know we every week we do our week or every episode we do our weekly Florida man headline. This week we have two. And one of them goes with the theme that we're talking about. So this one is from My San Antonio. $402,000 of meth reportedly found in a condom-filled pumpkin at Texas border. Talk about... uh... (laughs) I just... (laughs) It's like a punch is coming and you're just like flinching for the fucking punch. Let's take another pause for the cause. (laughs) Go ahead. Talk about an innovative way to get drugs oh, okay. into the country. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were about to squash your drink, See, you, now you got him going. <laughs> <laughs> so far, you've only used squash uh, it's, twice. It's, you got pumpkin spice ones. Come on, man. You, you got this. <laughs> it, it, it's funny that they were smuggling in drugs like... Did nobody think that? Where did they open up the bottom? Did they open up the bottom of the pumpkin? Like, how did they, you know, they glue them back together, right? You cut them open. They probably how, did. Oh, you know, you know how I would do it. I would hypothetically. Um, I, I would use like a yeah, hypothetically. <laughs> uh, I would use a, like acrylic paint and just um, after you glue it back together, just make it make it seamless. Like if you didn't cut it. This has a lot of fucking drugs in there. Yeah, those pictures. There's only one picture, but they, it's I mean, a big ass pumpkin. Like it's it's one of those pumpkins that it might be too big to carve. But it's funny because how how random that they that's the one they found. Maybe they overfilled it. I mean, like he didn't like he didn't have any other pumpkins. Well, maybe pumpkins just don't really come from Mexico. Oh, is that where he was bringing it from? I, I didn't read that part. It said it's the Texas border. border. So. Says the U.S. Customs Border Protection found four hundred two thousand dollars of liquid meth in condoms packed inside of a pumpkin at Eagle Pass, post of entry. According to the news release, the Customs Border Protection officer discovered hidden drugs in a Ford Escape arriving from Mexico on Tuesday, October eleventh. According to the release, an officer referred to referred the vehicle for further inspection. After conducting an examination, officers seized a total of 44 pounds of alleged liquid meth concealed within 136 oh, okay. condoms inside of four pumpkins in the vehicle. He's got four pumpkins in the backseat with like seatbelts on and shit. And, you know, to keep him safe. And he's Dude, like, that's, that's what you fucked up. Like, that, you made it hot? Who, who brings a pumpkin? <laughs> yeah, who brings a pumpkin across the border? Four in a, no, in, no, a re- no. in a regular car, not even a truck. I thought it was a truck, like a like a tractor eight, truck. Yeah, yeah tractor trailer. That's what I thought. That was like, ran, how did he randomly pick the right pumpkin? Fucking idiots. <laughs> this dude's like, what's up with those pumpkins? Nothing. <laughs> and it's funny that liquid meth apparently is that's the fucking the new version. You, free, you freeze it into a condom, freeze it in the condom, and then you fucking uh, put some shaved ice on a fucking like on your drink or something. And it's just like. Yeah, I just don't. I don't understand. Yo, you might be onto something there, hater. Hypothetically, no, because if you put, say, for example, like you carry a drink, right? Mm-hmm. You just went to McDonald's, let's say, and you freeze it, like you said, make it look like ice, put it in your drink. You can't bring drinks over and just. Them. Oh, you can't. I tried. Oh. Uh, they made me throw out my frutos tropicales in uh, in Bogota. <laughs> Because it was open. <laughs> no, no, but but I wonder if it's different in land. I was on land. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't you know in the I mean? air. Not I was the on the ground. <laughs> Not at the airport. No, but I, I think because uh, the they even caught me with that in the cruise. Uh, you weren't here. Where, where, didn't I explain the, the pie? Yeah, where, where they made yeah, the so pie. I think that like they if the food is open, mm-hmm. you can't. You're not supposed to bring it in. Mm, okay. He's so, trying you know, to. He's trying to. Yo, hey, he's trying to get you. <laughs> he's like, yo, try that shit. <laughs> yeah. We know the hater ain't gonna do, ain't gonna drive across the border for with some drugs. He ain't nah, maybe with pie, yet. with pumpkin nah. pie. 
I'm smoking in 14 condoms of uh, meth into this into these pies. But I'm still gonna eat the pies. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm still gonna eat the pie. <laughs> the the other Florida man we have for this th- this is our weekly Florida man. This is from local10.com in Florida. Florida man who becomes famous because of his mugshot is arrested again. It says a Florida man whose mugshot went viral. He has a Florida tattoo on his forehead. He has been arrested. He has been arrested again. He's 24. Got into a fight with a friend last month. According to the arrest, he he pulled out a razor blade and cut him while they were fighting. During the investigation, deputies said the found surveillance video showed a victim holding a T-shirt to his neck to stop the wound from bleeding. So this this one wasn't as funny, but the 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 tattoo of Florida. <laughs> Not only looks like a dick, but he got it like <laughs> where the unibrow meets. It's off center, and it, yeah. it's, it's just like the quintessential Florida man right there. They fucking no fucking putts, fucking. That's the spokesperson, man. He just he just looks like a fucking schmuck. Just looking at that guy, like even without that tattoo, he looks like a schmuck. With the fucking tattoo, he looks like a bigger schmuck. Yo, like, who told them that's a good spot? I should be like, yo, you got a little something. Like, if you, you put your thumb and you try to <laughs> get the. <laughs> like, if you put it on your face, make it smaller and put it somewhere else, not any, in the middle of your fucking. Any, any tattoo on your face screams, I have fucking problems. Yeah. There's yeah, no, but there's some, no but good some tattoos co- on your face. But some people can rock them. Nah, what the fuck out of here. You, yeah, anybody yeah. puts a tattoo on their face is like a fucking schmuck. Who? Who the fuck got a tattoo on their face that, that you can tell that? Now, that guy got no fucking problems. Offset. Oh, no problems? I don't know. Alright, then who in their right mind is putting tattoos Only on artists. Face? Yeah. Music artists. Oh, fucking shit. I mean, I would put tattoos on my face if I had millions of dollars. <laughs> if... No, no, what I'm saying is if, if you told me right now, yo, if you put one tattoo on your face and you'll make fucking $10 million, you ain't gonna do it? Yeah, then I'll just get Alright then, so <laughs> like, what the fuck's the big deal? I, I, don't, I don't agree with them looking good. Like, there's plenty of artists that look fucking so stupid. And it looks like, yo, if you ever are not an artist anymore, like, you're never going to get a job anywhere. Um, You know, most of them look like fucking high school desks. We used to draw on them shits. It's it's bad. But what I'm saying is, if you're already rich and you can do whatever the fuck you want, yeah, why not, man? Fuck it. It don't matter. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they just, like, deserve to want to chop their fucking leg off. So. Okay. That's mad random and aggressive. The, the the other random article I saw was from Board Panda. It says, today I messed up by going to a supermarket chain and admitting I shoplifted for two years. <laughs> Jeez. Talk about uh, asking He started for stealing, and after, after two years, they couldn't handle the guilt and tried to pay the company back. Oh, what a loser. That's a loser. Hey, he did the crime and he couldn't deal. He, he was going every night, couldn't sleep, couldn't eat. Oh, fucking bullshit. That's him not taking those twizzlers. What a fucking bitch. The funny thing is, at what point did the guilt start to eat him? Because if he spent two years stealing from them, <laughs> you know, that that's two If you stole on average, like, once or twice a week, over the course of two years. He probably stole pumpkins. You know what I'm saying? Filling them with condoms. So bad. Yeah, I guess, yeah, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, at what point over the two years did you start to feel bad? But you kept doing it anyway because you know you're in too fucking deep. Yeah. The 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 last. Um, I wanted to pull something up really fast since we were already on this topic. I'm putting pumpkin uh, condom. What's a pumpkin's favorite genre? Don't know. Pulp fiction. <laughs> hey, really? I, I wanted to end it with a dad joke. A <laughs> pumpkin dad joke. <laughs> Is that what the stuff inside of the pumpkin? Mm-hmm. Pulp? pulp and seeds. Yeah. Which I remember as a kid, I found that so fucking nasty to put your hand in the pumpkin and pull the, the fucking, like... The, the guts out, basically. The, it was the so gross. Like, the feeling of it is so gross. And, like, I was... 
Does it remind you of anything? What, what is it supposed to remind me of? <laughs> Sam. <laughs> there you go again. <laughs> I'm I'm so confused. He he just he's just being random. It's okay. It's early. This this, this is the hater we get. I'm hungry. You know, I'm hungry. I'm thinking about pie. All right. The like I I always found it gross, and then like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when I started the shakes, there's a pumpkin shake, and I was and I I was like, please be fully pureed, man. I don't want to see that. It's gonna be nasty. Like I just I don't know. I was having flashbacks of the gross, like gutting the fucking. It was just like all the. The, the, all the guts in the inside of the pumpkin is in this can. He's just like, yeah. But, but I, I do love uh, I love the seeds, though. Oh, what did the queasy pumpkin say? I don't feel so gourd. <laughs> yeah, that was good, too. Anyway, I'm the fanboy. <laughs> I'm the hater. And say my fucking jokes are bad. Jeez. And I'm the fence rider. You just listen to the best podcast you know. You but these aren't of. mine. Uh, literally just bringing them up online. Why are you so butthurt? If your jokes ain't this good, I mean, just squash it. See, you went to you went to the well like four times, bro. <laughs> what? You got another joke or something you want to end with? Because I got another a third dad joke. <laughs> go. I was gonna say I'll see you later. Yeah, hoping to see it. Huh? All right, fence rider. Do. You, I'll let you be the... the you want to put it to bed on that fucking piece of shit or you want another dad joke? No, I want a dad joke. What do you call an <laughs> athletic pumpkin? What do you call it? A jock lantern <laughs> See, hater? <laughs> Try harder. I see, sometimes, I see my dreams getting squished. Yeah.